about Brandland, we eat munchies, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we consume the human equivalent of catnip, none of us can do a flip, and we like to constantly quip. I'm the shame of Tarvalon, and I have allergies. <laughs> I'm here at Allergies Anonymous to talk about my experiences with allergies, because I keep sneezing and my nose has been running all day and I'm going to die. Um, I am here with my co-hosts, Dangus Khan of Tarvalon, and Nospo, with a K. Uh, <laughs> and we are here to talk to you about the Wheel of Time. Uh, so this is now an all-spoiler podcast, so get out while you can if you're not down for the full spoiler realness. Um, not specifically this episode a lot. That was the last episode. Maybe a little bit this episode, actually, in retrospect. So, like, yeet yourselves out. Read read and find out, you bitches. I feel like being a dick. Yeah. (laughs) Shaitan's lettuce and munchies. Uh... Mm. We, Dang and I, we smoked Cold Creek Kush, 19.2% THC, or THC, and it's a sativa-dominant hybrid. Don't worry, you were chewing. Thank you. It's by Redican, which uh, I have determined. I d- I've determined what Redican is, everybody, and why we love it so all much. All reliable. It is the best cheap weed. That's true. It's like Coors Light, you know? Yeah. That's, that's fair. Um, no smoke. Oh, you smoke dregs. I did, but like, I need y'all to understand that when I say I smoke dregs, I smoked the very last little bottom of the dregs. Mm-hmm. So it was just really fine. It was keef cat down. <laughs> so I smoked that. It was very fine, and then I put keef on top of that. You put keef on top of it? I did. And so how was that for smoking? I, I feel pretty lit. <laughs> yeah, we've been sig- smoking significantly less weed uh, for reasons. You can go to our thing, our our May, our, our June 20, our June ranting and raving. That's where this will be. Mm. Yeah. So when this comes out for regular people, you can find out about why we're doing that mm-hmm. on there. But we've been smoking less weed, and it's made us quite high today, because today we smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> After not smoking very much weed for a while, Deng has felt high again for the first time in a long time, which is great for him. Fucking grand. We've had like seven bowls out of the big bong that I haven't touched all week. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that answers the next question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I think it was like two and a half, like really full bowls, but Damn. it was very Not concentrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were packing them. You were packing them hard. Yeah. Um, that brings us to our munchies. Which, uh, I was eating a dumpling <laughs> irresponsibly during the hosting. I thought I'd have more time, but alas. Um, so Dang and I have dumplings. Dang has the rest of Chinese food and Nospo has some cherry blasters. I had some cherry blasters. They're gone now. I now she's just got them. chapstick. I always got chapstick. <laughs> it looks delicious. It, it always did. 
<laughs> and I've got some ginger lemon tea with agave in it because I'm going to try not to die. But you're dying. I'm dying. Um, impressions from the go- garage Gojira. Mm. Holy shit. So we just listened to Gojira's new album, their third album, I believe. No, fuck no. Like, oh shit. My, my like eighth just... album. Oh, seventh eighth album. album or shit. Something. Uh, Legendary French death metal band Gojira went mainstream and it's fucking great. I didn't realize they were, they were French. Mm-hmm. I just learned that. They've got like a Franco-Ontarian name almost, like Duplanchet. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? with Beauregard. Beauregard. <laughs> anyway. No, it was the hype as hell. Um, it's in contention for yeah. our currently best album this year. So far. If you ever listen to one music thing we say, which by the way you should, Go listen to Gojira's album. Regardless of what you think about metal music, there will be something you like in it, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Or you can at me on Twitter. So there, I throw down. Or in Discord. Or in Discord. We have a music trail. It's easier to ignore me on... Or it's easier for me to ignore you on Twitter is the thing. So, <laughs> That's fair. So at me there. Yep. Um. Okay. So first thing we want to talk about for our problems this evening is there. This is our first episode recording after there was a teaser for the show. Oh um, yeah, there was an episode of, or not episode, a short teaser of Lan. That is the mm-hmm. video we're talking about, and I'm actually going to pull it up on my computer. Do it. And show it to us. Y'all can hear the audio crappily through the speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get some live thoughts again though. Yeah. It's been a couple days. Mm-hmm. A good couple days. <laughs> oh no, I can't use the keyboard noise like that. Rip. That's okay, I fixed it. I just needed to turn my audio on. Okay. Where have you taken me? Um Oh, it made me scroll down. Why would it do that? Let me... Sorry, I'm just trying to get this set up properly. It's all good. You're doing the Lord's work. Okay. Then, can you see that? Mm-hmm. Okay. No spoke. Can you kind of see that? I'm good. Oh. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Did you not see this? No, I did see it. Okay. uh, To explain, I saw it very briefly on my very tiny phone screen when I shouldn't have been looking at my phone screen, but was bored. That's fair. When you were neglecting work, I knocked my cancer bandage off the table. Everything's not turning up, Millhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry for you. It's okay. I'm just... My nose is running less so far, though. That's good. Knock on wood. Have we got any immediate thoughts on that land teaser? I liked the voice. It was it was yeah. kind of gritty, but clear, and it's just like, you think you know this world? And I'm like, ah! <laughs> I liked it. I'm hoping the voice will grow on me. That's fair. It just seemed... It'd be nice if it was a little bit bassier, you know? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more unique, even, I think. That's fair. It, it kind of sounds like it could be... Action hero. Action hero-y, in the fantasy sense, just kind of in a cliche way. 
Yeah. But I'm because it's such a small clip, I, I It's want hard to, to make a more. good judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just good. based on such a short amount of dialogue. Absolutely. And I especially think with the facial expressions we'd get as he actually acts things. That would help. It would probably sell it more for me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what we're missing there. I think this scene is winter night. Uh in Emmons Field. Oh. Well, when's the next major fire at night? Truly. When Moraine creates an inferno while they're being chased by Trollocs. And like I suppose rips so. up the earth and stuff, maybe. Like on the way to Shadow Logoth? Yeah. Okay. But I do think it's much more likely that it's winter night. The way people think it's gonna be broken up, like pacing wise, mm-hmm. could damn near be in the same episode as each other. Truly. Because like that's not that far apart narrative wise. No. Mm-hmm. You gotta drag uh that one out a little bit more though. Just that book. Mm-hmm. Um You would certainly think so. Yeah, I'm gonna pause on some frames. Sure. Oh, yeah. it's in dark mode. Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was um, not showing it in accurate colors. I was like, what? I really just want more is the issue. I just mm-hmm. see that and I'm like, that's that's four seconds. That's rude. I need more. Turn my brightness up all the way. That's going to help. There we go. Um, I like the Hidori. Oh, yes. I'm just going to pass mm-hmm. this around a little bit. The Hidori is interesting. I'm not 100% sure how I feel about the bun, but like a bun is functional. Mm-hmm. And I think Lan is a functional man, so I get that. I a little bit think that the bun makes it kind of kitschy samurai-ish. A little bit. A little, yeah. A touch, yeah. Especially with the tiny braid at the back a little bit. Yeah. I want him to have his hair down the majority of the time, but I Mm. understand him putting it up for battle. Um, Mm -hmm. I think is where my line's going to be drawn. If he puts it up for when he's, like, fighting, sure, whatever. Did... Because it'll make scenes where, like, he's not expecting to fight cooler. Because he'll just be, like, his hair will be ripping around him. And whipping stuff. around. It's going to be cool. Like Elrond and Dol Ghul Dur. Yes. Whipping around. Yes. yes. That's what I want. A little bit. Now, follow-up question. Because I'm A little I'm bit colored. like Viggo Mortensen, Mortensen as Aragorn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, question, because I'm colorblind. Mm-hmm. Is there any gray in his hair that we can see? No. Ooh. Yeah, like, the only thing that's getting even remotely close is, like, the color retouching they did on the side between his hair and his skin, um, where the fire would be glowing, like... (laughs) Okay. As it's always gonna be for me. I can see them leaning into him being younger. Yeah, they certainly could. Based on other decisions they've made. And as it's pretty much always gonna be for me, when they change something from the books, I just, I wanna know why. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear the logic, just... Because if I understand the decision, maybe I'll be a little happier with it, mm-hmm. usually. Yep, that's fair. Uh, he looks very angry. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to play that, actually. He's got a good stank face and angry eyes, which I like. I Because Lan's stank face is an important part of who Lan is. Absolutely. <laughs> He's got a glower and a glare. Yep, and I appreciate that in him, you know? Mm-hmm. I appreciate the stank face. Like, I'm, I'm, just so you know, I've got this paused, and I'm, like, going by, like, play-by-play, you know? (laughs) 
This is this is like people after a sports game. <laughs> it's true. So I choked on a dumpling. I'm sorry. Oh, um, it happens. You gonna be okay, Chief? Yeah, it kind of went up my nose. It's fine. Um, oh, I'm so, so listen, sorry. I have a thought on his stank face. Yes. I think his ability to be stank and grumpy like that yeah. can have two functions, and I actually quite like them both. Mm-hmm. Number one, it can make him a very serious, somber character with a lot of emotional power. Yes. It can also make two, him intimidating. Yes. I think it can also make him really, really, really funny. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. When he's like, sheep herder. <laughs> you know, it. yeah. It's going to be kind of like if you've ever watched The Last Kingdom. And there's the character Leofritch and the character Uhtred. And Leofritch is always calling him Arsling and making fun mm-hmm. of him and talking shit at him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny, even though he's just this grim, gritty bastard. I think it can work both ways. Mm-hmm. And I would be excited to see both of those played off on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In contrast to each other. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely. Can we see him getting all romantic with Nynaeve? Mm-hmm. I absolutely can. And I'm so excited to yes. see it. Oh, 100. Um, from the little that we can see of the sword, it's shiny. <laughs> <laughs> it has a hilt. <laughs> it, it Presumably, yeah. We, uh, we don't get much of a look at any ward or cloak. Yeah. He swings it aggressively. He, he does. <laughs> he does. His arm is actually... Oh, no, that's just a th- strap off his back. I thought his arm was gone, and I'm like, fuck. But it was just, it was just a back strap. <laughs> Mm. The stank face. This is interesting as we pass through. <laughs> is there a shadow of some kind on his face, or am I seeing like a bit of stubble? Like in and... in the he's got stubble. Like in, in a in a, a kind of goatee shape. Yeah, a little bit. Interesting. It, it's a little bit along his chin as well. I think out to the sides. With the angularness and severeness of his cheeks and the height of his cheekbones, there mm-hmm. he looks very elvish to me. Valid. They've you know contoured I mean? the fuck out of under his chin. He's like yes. he's like sculpted in the face. It's yeah. so long and aggressive. Yeah. So like in this picture, I definitely see stubble on a stash, mm-hmm. a little bit on his chin, and I think just a little bit up his jawline, you know? Mm-hmm. They've been out in the wilderness. But definitely mostly in the goatee shape. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got a definite impression, especially here. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> very you see it dark on the bottom there. of his chin. Yeah. I'm not sure I love how much it clings to the bottom of the chin and not the top. Yeah. It kind of looks like in some angles that it has a little bit of a connecting middle, but not filled in on two sides, perchance. Far be it from me to criticize how a person can grow facial hair, but like, if that's a costume choice that's been artificially added with makeup... It's an interesting it, one. It's an interesting one, for sure. But again, it depends on which is true, because... Yeah. Yeah, they've also contoured the fuck out of his cheekbones to make him look more severe. Oh, fuck yeah. The makeup department did a good job with this because we all know Daniel Henney just looks like a sweet, lovable person. (laughs) (laughs) And Lan looks angry. So, like, kudos to makeup and also to Daniel Henney so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Would really like to see exactly what he's fighting. That would be chill. Probably Trollocs. Presumably. That does look like a building on fire in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the open door. Building on the, the fire, and that's... Oh, shit. There was another building that was definitely on fire. I forget that this is a touch screen sometimes. Directly behind him to me? Mm-hmm. That's like the open door of the wine spring in, and it's burning inside. Yeah, maybe. Or like some windows. 
Okay, it yeah. does really kind of look sometimes like his arm just completely oh. disappears. And that's like a, a fence for like a stable yard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. Yep. Those are windows up there. Yeah, I, I feel like that's got to be the Alvier's uh, inn. I don't see what else that yep. could be. The you know nothing part, honestly, could be when Moraine tells the story. Mm-hmm. He's going out there and like he's like, you know nothing. And then Maureen steps in and goes, woo. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, queen. That's just true of every Moraine scene ever, though, for you. <laughs> Truly. Um... <laughs> I am feeling slightly more alive, so that's great. Thanks, Benadryl. Tiny lady solidarity, though. Truly. Which is why I'm a little bit offended that uh, Rosamund Pike is so tall. That's valid. There was something to be said for tiny, angry lady Gandalf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she doesn't need to be tall to have impact. Maybe easier to act that way. Maybe. Maybe but is that an excuse? I don't know. I hope she's good. I hope she's worth it. Yeah. That's what I say about that. Yep. I actually press play that tiny bitch. Okay. One more time. What do you think that noise is? I think it's a weird music thing. That sounds like a string slide. I'm okay. not going to lie on a violin or something. Mm-hmm. I would have also have accepted like the beginning of a really processed screen. Yeah. Oh, true. Truly. <laughs> Dang. Marin Alvier so screaming or even a Trolloc screaming as it got yeah, slashed. You know, like... mm-hmm. Yep. Totally valid. Um, How long has it been? We go nineteen minutes now. Okay, sorry, we're trying to meet minimum requirements tonight. Like I said, I'm dying. Um, she has so- just been blowing her nose nonstop for hours. Mm-hmm. Hours. So next theory, uh, our next question—that's the word. Yeah, next Riddle. prompt. Uh, at the end of a memory light, it is implied that Cad Swain is going to be Amerlin. What is everybody's thoughts on that? I think. The only way I would accept Cad Swain as Amerlin is if we we want to take some time to rebuild mm. and just take care of the losses and get things mm-hmm. back in shape. And we want to elect a new Amerlin then. But for now, you, you are the oldest of us, presumably, and we want to just have someone in charge and not worry Ooh. about that for now. That we know that. That's yeah, I said I would never do that though. I know, but it's why? Difficult. Why do you not accept Cad Swain? Except in that, I think what? just Cad Swain doesn't want to do it. Mm. Is my thing. <laughs> I think that's the only way she'd agree to it. I will, that's that's a fair point. I will also say that like. One of the big major things to me about Swan being Amerlin, yeah, and then Egwene, yeah, is they're no longer just going to the oldest. These were young channelers who had different ideas. Mm-hmm. They were innovative. Mm-hmm. They were, you know what I mean. They were yeah. the cutting edge of social change and importance in their time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And because Swan got deposed so quickly, yeah. and Egwene had her tragic sacrifice, right? Which makes me cry every time. For Cad Swain to just come in and then maybe do however long as Amarlin's seat. Yeah. As someone of kind of the old guard and the old way of doing things. When the White Tower was yeah. kind of in desperate need of change and evolution. Mm-hmm. 
it could have a real stagnating effect and mm-hmm. the legacy of Swan and Egwene could end up being minimized as like a brief blip in between status yeah. quo. Yeah. Which I think is not good for White Tower politics. That's fair. Who do you think would be better then? The thing <sighs> is, is there's a lot of Aes Sedai that are just dead now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is Cad Swain would not be Omerlin for very long. Just odds are. She would die. Yeah. (laughs) She's she's not going to join the kid. She's going to die soon. But could she have such a stabilizing effect that it ends up going to another old guard person afterwards? I think there's not many old guard people left. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to have enough people by the time she's dead to be super choosy about which competent people they choose. Okay. And I think part of why Egwene's story is so wonderful is like she just was like, mm, if I do die, I want to make sure there's at least this and this and this in place. Right. Because mm-hmm. those are steps that I can take right now that will just be unchangeable, that will be better for everything. Mm-hmm. And I suppose a ma- pretty major plot point is that they're getting so many more women and girls yep. this generation they pick up so many numbers mm-hmm. that change is going to have to happen no matter what just because of the insane age dispersion in the population overall you know yeah that's no, probably that's coming no matter what yeah no that's true which is a good thing because actually most of the people that would have survived would have been novices and uh, accepted, accepted mm-hmm. because they weren't in the actual battle yeah. A lot of the actual Aes Sedai are dead, but a lot of the accepted mm-hmm. novices are not. There's not many accepted, though, because they got as many of them to Aes Sedai as possible before. Ooh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, most accepted are like 40, though. That's true. They just age slower because they channel. They do. It's true. Um... I don't know. I think it's partially hard to get excited about Cad Swain as the Amerlin seat. Yeah. Because for so much of the series, she's not a villain. Yeah. But the Wheel of Time is known for characters on the good side mm-hmm. who are fighting against the main characters on the good side, right? Yeah. And she mm-hmm. is very much that. She is a good side villain for most of the series. Mm-hmm. So when something kind of exciting and important happens to her at the end, it's a little bit like, oh, I guess it makes sense for it to be you. Okay. That is kind of my yeah. take. So I have follow-up questions. Go ahead, yeah. About Cad Swain becoming an Omerlin. Number one, how do we think she's going to treat Egwene's policies, including the new alliances with the Aiel, the and the Sea Folk? I think she would follow them in as much as she was required to. Mm. You know but she I mean? has a huge respect for that one wise one uh soralia oh yeah that, like That's can true. barely channel because they like accepted each other's equals that was a pretty major point wasn't it mm-hmm. okay maybe she'll be, she'd be a little more open to it than i would have thought then yeah and cad swain met the um the wind finders when ran went to negotiate and mm. she had a rough time with it she she beat the shit out of them <laughs> because they they had things. She she uh, manipulated the fuck out of them. So I think she would she more so... She gaslight girl boss them. Yeah. Oh, I think she would sad. see it as an, a bit of an advantage thing because Aiel girls and Seafolk women are also coming to the White Tower. So it's an opportunity for her to get people to switch because they can choose to stay there forever. Mm-hmm. I think she'd kind of view it in that lens. 
Would it also be And possible? her respect for, like, Soralia and the wise ones would prevent her from going back on it. Is it also possible, do we think, this is just kind of spitballing here, mm-hmm. is it possible, do we think, that she could also look at those relationships as ways to expand White Tower influence again? Yes, absolutely. Make it oh, yeah. more powerful like 1, it used to be. 1,000%. So I think she'd lean into it. That's fair. Um... Cad Swain knows that Rand is alive at the end of the book. She sees Morden walking away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she... How do we think Cad Swain as Omerlin handles that? With much internal... Agony? Yeah, like <laughs> conflict. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like she'd have very split ideas on it. I think she will keep it quiet because of the dragon's piece. Yes, which like, but I think she'll feel weird about it is my thing. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it'd keep her up some nights for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She would definitely try to have him tracked. She would want to know where he is so she can keep eyes on him. But if she knows where he is and he is tracked, she'd be willing to just let him continue, I I, I, I see that, yeah. And presumably things would be different with, channeling would be much more accepted open, and yeah. open because there's the kin there's the sea folk there's the aiel there's black tower there's it well and ran can't channel anymore mm-hmm. i just mean when he does weird things like just light the pipe a little just like yeah. if someone were to see that she's like oh yeah that's not big enough to matter yeah no one's gonna care <laughs> i just mean like if a male channeler saw that they would see he was not channeling oh they would see no weaves i see it couldn't be followed visually or psychically however you want to put it Mm -hmm. i didn't Uh, even mean that i just meant that could be something that outs him if he does something like that in front of a channeler and but i suppose people do have the ability to invert their weaves but i feel like that takes a second yeah, I don't think you could invert You have to the make weaves. it and then invert it. Yeah, they would see it. Yeah. You know? must, I would think. Mm-hmm. Also, how's Miss Allergy feeling over there? We've been going almost half an hour. I'm snotty, but okay? we, if we have anything more to say on this topic, yeah, I... we can. If not, I'm good till adjourn. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Cad Swain as Amberlyn Seed? I hope it doesn't last a long time. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> this is a little rude to Kat Swain. I think she'll be decent. I think she'll be efficient. Mm-hmm. And I think she'll kind of keep a lot of the things that Egwene has done, but not have much time to enact a lot of stuff of her own because she's going to be focused so much on rebuilding the White Tower. Mm-hmm. Reasserting influence in this new world. Establishing relations with the Black Tower. <laughs> And that's the thing I was going to say is like, I'm not sure how much I love White Tower influence as a general thing. Oh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think White Tower diplomacy yeah. is a wonderful thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, it's always a little bit irked me the way they're like proud of mm-hmm. controlling the yeah. successions of power for centuries in so many kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Like... We've been drawing the strings all this time. Like, that's... Yeah. Sus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be that proud to manipulate people. U.S. government. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just say it. Like, 
But I don't know. So I, I, I hope she doesn't get much time to enact that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I also just didn't really like the way Cat Swain approached Rand and that kind of just... I love her, but that just rubbed me the wrong way for the mm-hmm. rest of the book series. Like... She's so old. She's put up with so much stuff. I, I get it. She's got no patience of any kind. But yeah. Rand is also going through such immense pain all the time. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it worked, though. It did. Because a lot of Aes Sedai didn't even get close to him. Mm-hmm. Whereas she gave him enough to keep bringing her around. She damn near got closer than Moraine, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Nynaeve got the closest of everybody. Moraine, probably, when she came yeah. back, probably yeah. quite a bit as well. Um, in terms of non-channelers, it's got to be Min, though. Yes, like, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's. Th- we probably don't have to say it, but I gotta say it. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast. I'm sorry I had allergies. And we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time. And check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like our fantasy bonus episodes where we talk about other fantasy series. If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. And I have a Kleenex tampon in my nose. Good night. (laughs)